0: This is Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence. Your 803 tee time every Sunday morning right here on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf is brought to you by Gearheads of Nicholasville, Edwin Watts Golf, Truly Nolan and Critter Control, French Lick Resort Casino, and Lexington Parks and Recreation. Also sponsored by Commonwealth Credit Union, Georgetown Advantage Air, and Maple Leaf Gutter and Siding Systems. Let's join your host, Matthew Lawrence, for Backspin Golf. Good morning.
1: Good morning on a Sunday which hopefully for me and for millions of people, Around the world, but especially in Europe and especially in St. Andrews, the little town of St. Andrews today. Hopefully, I'm saying this right, I'm putting it out in the universe right away. Hopefully, Rory McElroy will lift the claret jug later on today. Uh, Sean and I, good morning. Sean. Uh, yeah yeah good morning. Yeah I know you weren't expecting me to No speak. I'm not used to Are being you? on mic in this show I'm used to being quiet. Well you're not really going to talk I'm just saying good morning. Oh good morning. Uh, Sean and I sitting here in the studio. Uh, Sean who knows more about golf because of producing Backspin Golf for these low these many years. Um, we're sitting here in this studio and it's very hard for me to describe how much I want Rory McIlroy to win this open championship. Uh, And I wish I could do a better job of it because I have a microphone in front of me, but with everything that's been going on, not just in golf, in life and also in golf with the whole live deal and, uh, And I've always loved Rory, but to watch him go from being that chubby teenager when we first saw him with that wild hair sticking out from under his golf hat to becoming the face and the voice of professional golf, which he is now. And don't tell me that, you know, somebody on the Live Tour is in that. They're not. Uh, And to see what is going to unfold as they tee it up today at St. Andrews has been an incredibly remarkable journey for Rory McIlroy. And don't get me wrong, Victor Hovland is great. He's a terrific young man. He will win multiple majors. I do not want him to win today. I don't want anyone to win except Rory McIlroy. That's my true desire uh, for many reasons, and we'll cover those in this edition of Backspin Golf. Uh We're going to start off this morning. This is uh, this is really going to be something for me. Sean knows this as well as anybody. I'm a very unemotional person, stone face, poker face. Never let people read what you're feeling. I I I never get tears in my eyes. Right, Sean? Yeah, Uh, you're like a rock of emotionlessness. Of that's a good way to put it. But with everything that's been going on this entire week at St. Andrews, and it's been just an incredible history lesson for the entire week because of the importance of the 150th Open Championship. My brother Mitchie, uh, who, as if you listen, you know about my brother Mitchie and that he plays Hickory Golf Club's and is like living in a time warp from uh, the old golfers and golf clubs of the past. <laughs> I thought it would be great to hear him talk to us a little bit about his experiences at St. Andrews. Uh, and then a little bit later, Dan Hauser and Trevor Riesk will join me and we'll talk about the actual tournament that's going on. But what a great way for me to start my Sunday morning. Uh, just a great way. Talking to my brother, Mitchie, who is holed up in some hotel in New York City as he's on a trip with his family. Good morning, Mitchie. Hey,
2: man. <laughs> I wanted... I wanted to make sure I was on the right show when you and Sean were talking about the emotionless, you know, rock
1: yeah. that yeah. you are. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: thought, wait, um, somebody else has to call me because this ain't my brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tears have been flowing pretty frequently during uh, during this open, especially Friday with Tiger uh, and that whole thing of him that walk up eighteen. I'll never forget it, ever. Um, and look, before, before you tell us a little bit about your experience at St. Andrews, um, that whole thing on Friday with Tiger, that walk up 18 as Rory was teeing off on one and that shared uh, fairway between one and 18 and the way Tiger talked about Rory's cap tip and all that stuff. I said earlier, and I just want to know if you feel this way, I tried all night last night to think of a Sunday of a major that I was as emotionally invested in as I am this one, and I couldn't come up with one. Not in 40 years of watching major championship golf. I'm so emotionally invested in this Sunday, and I don't think I'm the only one. Do you feel that way?
2: Uh, I don't think there's, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think there's anything close to it. Yeah. Uh, there obviously, over the years, been great Sundays. days. Um, I, all of us, um, we can all think of them. Right. I mean, Jack in 86, yeah. there's a whole list of them. Uh, I would venture to say that uh, before everything that happened, uh, Phil's last Sunday at Kiwa um, was, was pretty... Yeah. Emotional for a lot of people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Him against Brooks. A lot of people had their feelings about Brooks and Phil, you know, all that stuff. But I, I don't think there's ever been, and here comes your word for Sunday, I don't think there's ever been a confluence
3: mm. of
2: events um, to rival this whole week. Yeah. Not just a Sunday, but right. the whole week. Right. Um and without going into it, I think we, you know, we can all agree on the reasons for that. But the fact that it's the hundred fiftieth, uh, the fact that that had been postponed, and and now we have it, um, tiger situation, just everything about it, and the, the really ironic thing to me is that. Probably, like you said, a week that I wanted more than anything to lie on my couch (laughs) for four days. I have Uh, seen very, very little of it um, because of this trip I'm on with the family, which is obviously well, well worth it. And my DVR is going to explode with four days of, you know, and I'll watch it when I get home, pick out parts, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I think I, I – and in all fairness to me, I will today, instead of getting to watch the final round, I will get to see the Yankees and the Red Sox at Yankee Stadium. So
1: Well, is, I mean, you definitely. know, yeah, Sean's laughing now. Yeah. All right, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, although, uh, as I – you know, people I love, I don't – Sean, do I ever get jealous of uh, <laughs> – about things with people I Never. love. No, I don't. Right? No. Do I have and high, envy? And no. yeah, no. I, I'm all about wishing happiness for the people I love. God, I hate you yeah, so okay. much. Anyway, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh And I hope. Let me just say this. And Chris Mascaro is probably listening. And in a second, we're going to get to do yeah, something. Hi, Chris. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Uh, who's a big Boston Red Sox fan? Uh thank goodness what happened last night happened at the stadium and I hope it happens again while you're there. That's all I'll say.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping about. I'm hoping they didn't use up all the runs for the yeah. next month.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. They got plenty more left. Anyway, before yeah. you take yeah. us on your little St. Andrew's journey, let's do something that we don't ever get to do. I say it every Sunday morning, but that you and I are on on together and able to say Good morning, Christmas, Scarrow. Next on the team, Good tea. morning, Christmas, Gary. Best golf podcast out there. This is pretty special. I mean, wow. Yeah, it is. And it's nice. Yes,
2: you and I are both lucky to have him as a friend.
1: Yeah, all right. Let's not go overboard here. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway. All right. I tweeted earlier a picture. And again, we always talk about if you had told us 40 years ago that this is what we'd be doing on this Sunday morning, talking about golf on a golf show that I have and me showing a picture of you standing on, I'm not sure, I'm trying to figure out where this is. This picture of you in complete Scottish garb, uh, kilt, that thing that hangs in the front that looks like a fanny pack, but it's a little more elaborate <laughs> Uh, with it's the, called
2: a sporn. sporn.
1: It's, call, it's called a what? Sporn. A sporn. Okay. Uh, sporn. Okay. And you are standing in front of the clubhouse, but are you behind the Where are you in this picture?
2: No, I'm down. Uh, I was down the, you know, where the hotels are. Yes. Uh, along the road. Uh, I was out in the fairway looking back with the RNA behind me.
1: Ah, okay. Well, this is. So st- I was.
2: I was probably halfway down the 18th fairway.
1: This is. Uh, it's staggering to me. Uh, I always uh-huh. talk about uh, that. I love when pros play at courses I've played, like uh, Royal Burkdale. Like I was in that bunker. Mm-hmm. I know that, but I have never been to St. Andrews, and it's staggering that in this most important week of golf, maybe in history. You're in the kilt, standing in the 18th fairway at St. Andrews. I, I'm just—I don't even well, know.
2: Well, if, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. Oh
1: boy! Um, Did you?
2: I had—I'll make this quick because these stories can last a long time. But I know we I only have played, about five had,
1: minutes, so.
2: Okay, I had played uh, St. Andrews. Already, i had been lucky enough to play St. Andrews already. And in 2010, I went back on something called Fairway to Heaven, which my friend Joan Schaefer sets up every year, takes people to Scotland. And I went with eight people, uh, and we had a ridiculously great time. And the last night we were there, we had kind of our farewell dinner uh, at the hotel on the, you know, overlooking the 18th. And I was walking around town by myself that morning uh, because we were going to leave the next day. And amidst all the incredible, uh, there aren't really words to describe the experience of being in the town of St. Andrews. Yeah. But I was walking on this one road and I walked past a uh, kilt shop and I all of a sudden I just went, okay. I think I'm going to do this. And I walked in and I asked them if they rented kilts. And, of course, they laughed at me and said yes.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And so I
2: rented that whole, I rented the whole outfit. And uh, nobody knew I was going to do it. I didn't know I was going to do it. And before the dinner, we were staying up the hill right behind the RNA at a, uh, a great little inn called the Hazel Bank. And I got dressed in my room. Uh, everybody was already over at the hotel in the room we had taken for dinner, and I walked down that hill to the old, right to the 18th green, and then around, and I don't know, I, I, I can't explain the feeling of it. Yeah. Here's a kid raised in New York, didn't play golf, a Jew, <laughs> 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 I'm walking. I'm walking down that hill to the 18th green and along the 18th fairway, in a kilt. And the only way I can describe it is, I felt like I was home.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: No, I'm. I'm serious. No, I I know you are. You know. I know. I came home and I actually bought my own kilt, which I've worn to play in. Yeah. uh, If I didn't live in South Carolina, I'd wear that kilt every day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i know you don't have a lot of time i think the the one thing that i wanted to just let people know who haven't been there and i i really hope that anybody who's listening gets to go is that when you hear all these commentators and everybody talk about the experience of it that's what that's the deal with a capital e uh everything about the place and we don't know this in america Because we don't, our courses weren't built like this. uh, Where the course is literally the center of the town, and this happens all over Scotland and Ireland. And you know, it's the it's the heartbeat of that place. Everything around it revolves around the golf course, right? Um, And the university. People go to St Andrews University just to be able to play the Links Trust courses for pretty much nothing. Go go to school there just to be able to play those courses. Yeah. The students are tied into it. Everything about it. I played, I will say, we're seeing enough of the old course this week. Not that you can ever see enough, but, um, but the actual Lynx Trust courses are the other big draw. And when I was there, uh, in this trip in 2010, uh, I got to play um, the new course, which I had played with my wife. Even mm-hmm. I got to play it, but I went, when I played uh, the new course, which was built in 1895 by old Tom Morris, uh, the Jubilee course, which was built, I think, in 1897 by Tom Morris, and then what might have been just on pure love of golf, my favorite experience of that trip was there's a course called the Eden Course, which was built in 1914 by Harry Colt, who is a world famous mm-hmm. uh, golf course architect, a partner of Alistair McKenzie. Um, he built this in 1914, and it's a short course. It's only about 6,000 yards, 6,100 yards. And I played it barefoot with my hickories. Wow. And it was, we had such an unbelievable time.
3: Yeah. And I
2: just thought to myself, this is literally a place where when you look on the St. Andrew's Links Trust website, when it comes up on the old course, it says it's says, built in 1400. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so
2: I, I don't know what else you can say. Um, all the, the cliches are true. Walking over the Swoken Bridge, um, seeing the RNA, mm-hmm. uh, Playing the first hole and feeling like you're going to gag your guts out. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah.
3: Yep. You no, know, all that
2: stuff. All that stuff is true. But it's the other things about it, too. Uh, eating at the Dunn Vegan. Yeah. I had a great haggis burger at the Dunn Okay. Vegan.
1: You know how I feel about haggis. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah.
2: you know, Old Tom's Shop and Alan right. Robertson, and all the great historical stuff that I hope people learn this week. You know, and all yeah. these features they've done
1: well. There, so, can, there can't be a better uh, invitation if you love golf and traveling for people than to be watching this Open this week. And I, you, we have no idea how many thousands of people are going. I'm going there. I got to see that place. So, all right. Uh,
2: well, my friend, my friend Bob Paskey in Michigan texted me on Friday morning. And he's never been, and he just texted me and said, uh, I don't care what we have to do. I'm going. Yeah. So you're right on about yeah,
1: that. There you go. Maybe I'll go with you since I have never been. I've, I've told this story, and I'm not telling it again. I've been to St. Andrews, but I didn't play golf then, and I drove right through the town because, as I put it, it's a golf course. What are we going to do there? Anyway, well, uh,
2: Sam's uh, feet felt the same way the first time he saw it. Yeah, I
1: know. All right. Uh, Have a great rest of your road trip. Be careful. Thanks for coming on this morning. This is a great way for me to start. Thanks.
2: It's an honor to to start the final Open Sunday with you.
1: Thank you. I feel privileged. As you should. Love you. See you. You
2: too, man. Bye.
1: All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, it, if you're on Twitter, go to at RealLauro, lauro, the number five, and just look at the picture of Mitchell I'm talking about. It's worth it. All right, we'll be back. My buddy Dan Hauser will join me and then, uh, we'll start talking about this past week and what might happen today. All of it on ESPN 92.5 and 1300
0: AM. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Truly Nolan and Critter Control. Welcome back. This is a. It's very weird. It
1: happens every year uh, during the final day of the Open Championship, wherever it's being played. Normally, when we do backspin golf at eight oh three in the morning on a Sunday, the final round of whatever tournament there is it won't start. For a while, and won't finish till seven o'clock at night. They're they're raging around St. Andrews as we speak, and I'm telling you what: if the weather stays the same, guys are ripping it up out there today. Tony Fee now six under today. He's standing on the road hole on seventeen, and a ton of guys are four under for the day. Five under for the day through 12. I'm looking. Uh, there's some low scores out there. It'll be interesting. Well, uh, as I do quite often on Backspin and on my daily show, I always like to get kind of a, how should I put it, a little different perspective on things from my buddy Dan Houser down in Florida. <laughs> Not your traditional Kind of uh, take on things. Although 99% of the time we agree on whatever it is. Hi, Dan Hauser. How's it going? I guess thank
4: you for that yeah, introduction. Not you guess. <laughs> it,
1: thank you for that introduction is exactly yeah, okay. right. All That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, since I have been in here, uh, I watched a little bit uh, because it's been on since very early this morning. Um, and then I came in, and I've been sitting in the studio and and doing some work here. Uh, what's going on right now? Have I I know you've been watching, but is there anything we can be able should be able to tell for later on with what's going on at St Andrews right now?
4: I, I think you summed it up there pretty well. There there have been some low numbers already this morning. One you didn't mention because. He just uh, got going a little here a little while ago Xander Shopley started birdie 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 well, and uh, was pretty close to starting with four in a row actually uh, uh, so yeah there, it, the course with uh, the way the weather is currently uh, is gettable obviously it's Scotland so that could change right ten times before the leaders actually go off in, in the next hour and or usually but, does uh, yeah yeah but uh, as Shopley here is getting ready to uh, put out on on six yeah so he's uh, he's he, the latest of guys that have have gotten off to a good start, and he's going to be probably the closest that we'll see to as far as what the leaders will see conditions-wise, unless, of course, everything changes, which
1: I'm sure it will. Right. Well, the problem was Xander started quite far back. I mean, compared to, I'm looking, I think, unless, yeah, no, he's, I don't really remember where he started today. I think it was around four under or. Something like that. It, or am I mistaken?
4: <laughs> no. Um, I believe maybe it was around four or three because I think he's five or six under now, and if he started yeah. with those three straight. Oh, I'm sorry. He's at eight under now, so he would have started at uh, five. Oh, yeah.
1: Five, right. Five under. Yep. He's three under through five holes, so obviously i don't think he's going to be able to catch the leaders today. Oh, no, 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 no. None
4: of these guys are going to catch the leaders, but they are showing yeah. that the course, yeah, yeah, that yeah. there are some scoring chances if you play your cards right with the way the weather is currently. But as we know, like we always say, it's going to change 15 more times in right. the next hour. So, right, you know, that doesn't tell you anything. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, you and I talked on Friday on my daily show uh, as the second day was unwinding there, and that was all about Tiger as it should have been, and it's still reverberating through the world of golf, uh, Tiger, and Friday's round. Uh, But we had yesterday what's turning into kind of a match play situation, at least at the start, because the leaders, Cam Smith and Cam Young, are four shots back, uh, and obviously anything can happen out there today, but it's kind of a match play situation. And yesterday, watching... Both Rory and Victor Hovland and how they handled what was going on was pretty amazing.
4: It's it's incredible because I feel like going into the week, given everything going on in the world of golf, not involving the golf actually being played on St Andrews right now, yeah. Everything going into the week, it was kind of setting up to be the Rory show, uh, and then Friday happens, and we talked about the irony and the in the. Of, of Rory getting a tee off on one while Tiger's teeing off on 18 and how is it right. official passing of the torch and now here we are with Rory McIlroy you know 18 holes away from one of the most significant major championships maybe you could say in golf history just given everything going on right oh, now yeah so, you know, I think this is absolutely it, it started off you, you, it almost felt like it started off the week as the Rory show and or this was the week you know this was the one for Rory to win just for everything going on with PJ Tour and Liv and Tiger and the game of golf, and and, and this and that, in the history of St. Andrews. And so now here we are on Sunday, and Rory is tied for the lead. And it's nothing against Victor Hovland. But right. I can't imagine outside of maybe his, his uh, family and close friends, there are too many people that are actually rooting for him today, unfortunately.
1: Correct. And, and I said it earlier in the show, I'm a big Victor Hovland fan. You know, it's not like this is the good guys versus the bad guys no, or anything. Not. But Victor Hovland will win multiple majors in his career and I just I said it before and I'll say it again I can't think of one instance on a Sunday of a major championship in the 40 years I've been watching golf that I want more than for Rory to win today I am so emotionally invested in this it's kind of sick it's but, just,
4: it, it's, it, we, we jokingly talk about the, you know, stories that are so good that if you presented them to Hollywood, they'd right. laugh you out of the room because they'd say it's not believable. Today, with Rory were to win, it would be another example of one of those stories. Of, Big time. There's no way this, is, this could actually happen, but it, here we are, 18 holes away from it potentially happening. And I mentioned yesterday uh, on Twitter, I said, we're either in line today for... One of the greatest culminations of a major champion ever, or one of the largest heartbreaks in a major championship ever. And regardless, it's going to be fascinating must see TV today.
1: Yeah, and that's true. I mean, I don't even, I'm not even putting anything on the negative side out into the universe. Rory is going to (laughs) be, I keep visualizing Rory crying, holding the claret jug up, walking around. I keep visualizing it. Uh, and yesterday,
4: the question I I have, if he wins, because there's another former professional golfer out there who I believe also has two open championships, which Rory would get his second today. Does he make any sort of comment about another golfer who also now would have the same number of open championships as him in his speech? If he were to win today,
1: uh, no, I can't even think of who you're talking about.
4: Greg Norman, Greg Norman.
1: Oh, please. Who?
4: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Would he take a dig at him? saying, oh, look, now I've got the same number as another another certain Oh, I hope he Uh, says
1: something just to see what people would say back to him. (laughs) And I'm glad you brought it up. All the controversy about the champions' dinner and that celebration of champions that went on on Monday and Tuesday, the RNA was exactly right in what they did. There has, except for a few instances where somebody would mention live or somebody what it has been all about the golf tournament this week and not about that. As and they were a hundred percent right in what they did.
4: 150th open. We're at St. Andrews. It should yeah. be about what's going right. on on the course and
5: right in St. Andrews this week. Absolutely.
1: As, and as it can show you, I didn't even know who you were talking about. That <laughs> shows you happened. how far out of my mind that idiot is. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, so let's have it. What do you think happens today?
4: Rory wins. Uh, I, I, I've been going back and forth trying to figure out if I think he's going to go win running away, or if it's going to be neck and neck with him and hobbling for all eighteen. But uh, oh. I think, I think at the end of the day, we're going to have Rory winning. Okay. It's the only logical, yeah. the only <laughs> thing that really makes sense today. Anything else would just not feel right.
1: Yeah. Well. Welcome to the uh, Welcome <laughs> to golf. Life this yeah, year, right. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that worries me because we always talk about the golf gods. I mean, even when I'm playing, I played yesterday morning and I had a thought about the golf gods. and there there hasn't been another time I can remember where if there truly are golf gods. Rory will win today with everything. But
4: man, they they did it to us once already. With in 2010 at the Masters, they really going to do that to us or do it to him
1: and yeah. us again? Yeah, you know? no, I mean. the, no. I think I, I'm putting out there as you that uh, he will raise the claret jug, and no one would be more deserving than him this year, especially. Uh, and then now, I guess uh, after today, what we have the FedEx Cup playoffs to look forward to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now, this yeah. dwarfs every single thing that's gonna be coming down the road. It's really amazing when you think about it.
4: Yeah, it just with with the new with the way the new major schedule is where it's a little more condensed. It's great for those couple months where I feel like every other week we got a major. Yeah. But then you have a situation after today where basically we're done now until uh until the masters. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh well, you know, we have other big Tournaments. Oh coming yeah. Up. yeah I, I'm trying to think of what they are. Those but,
4: FedEx Cup playoffs get, get Man. Ready
1: well they've been I've been primed for this since the first event of the season when Since
4: the first tee shot in the first event that's when right. you got that FedEx Cup update.
1: That's right. right. After yeah. the first hole. <laughs> they showed us that. All right. Have a great day watching. I think you and I'll be texting during this uh somehow during this round. Oh, I'm sure we will. Okay. Sure we will. Thanks, pal. All right. All right, enjoy the day. See you. All, right. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and our buddy Trevor Reese will join me. We'll get his feelings on what's been going on, which uh, his takes are always great. And then he'll tell me who he thinks. He better say Rory, or it might be the end of his appearances on Backspin Golf. It's ESPN 92.5 5 and 1300 AM.
0: Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Commonwealth Credit Union. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Maple Leaf gutter and siding systems.
1: Welcome back.
3: It's
1: good to have the animals playing on Backspin Golf on a Sunday morning. As I've said during the show, maybe for me, the... Most, I this is the most anxious I've been watching a golf, a a round of golf. I don't remember, maybe ever, being as anxious as I am about what's going to happen today later on. I mean, I keep saying it, I'll say it again, and this time I'll say it to uh, my friend Trevor Reese, who, if you listen to Backspin Golf, you know how much I enjoy having him join me here. Good morning, Trevor you. Um I'm okay, but this is what I was about to say. I am, as, I think, more emotionally invested in this round of golf today than any I can remember in my 40 <laughs> years of watching golf.
5: Uh, because of, you're pulling for Rory? Yes. or yes. Just, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? The beauty of the Open Championship is that it's uh, played out in the morning. Perfect time for a nice mimosa. Take the edge off.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know,
5: if, if you're finding yourself anxious, I recommend. Okay. And uh, and enjoy the moment. You know, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great morning, early afternoon, and uh, I am also very excited. Um, it, it's gonna be a fantastic day. I I can only imagine the. I I don't think Rory got a ton of sleep last night. If I would have to guess, I mean, it seems as if the entire crowd there is is cheering for Rory and pretty much no one else. Yeah. Just dealing with that pressure overnight. And he hasn't won a major in eight years, all those kinds of questions. Um, And then just the fact that how he's spoken about St. Andrews this week being, uh, you know, this is, this is the tournament, you know, an open at St. Andrews. That's the one you want on your resume um, he called it the holy.
1: Of, he, he called it the holy grail. Yeah, I mean, yep. You know that <laughs> that pretty much says says it all. But he, I read the the writing. You know, we're so lucky. Uh, social media sucks a lot of times, but for other reasons, I've I've done some reading by some of the best uh, writers in journal in sports journalism about all kinds of things, as we all have this week. I read a great piece this morning about Rory and him talking about his career and how he's evolved as a person. And it was fascinating about his personality to hear him talk about... It used to be that he as he didn't want to be considered a winner because it, it made other people uncomfortable. And he now realizes... That it's okay for him to be a killer on the golf course and all the the things that that entails especially now with him becoming the face and the voice of the PGA Tour
5: yeah well I'll say a couple things about Rory so I got a chance to meet him a few weeks ago or I guess a couple months ago now when when the uh, tour stopped in the DC area yeah I, I walked with him for a while and you know, some guys on tour, they they don't want to be bothered. He couldn't have been a nicer human being.
3: See? You know,
5: he you know he didn't mind. I, who, I'm just a, an idiot golf blogger, and but he didn't <laughs> mind a, answering any of my questions. You know, I, Rory, what club did you hit there? What were you trying to do? He didn't mind, and and he was happy to do so. And then, like you said, he it was a great moment. Tiger walking off the 18th, Rory oh, on boy. the first, the little tip of the cap. But in a sense, Tiger has been the face of golf for 25 years,
1: right? Yep. Yep.
5: If there's one person that's going to step into that role, and and look, no one will ever be as popular as Tiger Woods or the face of the PGA Tour the way that Tiger Woods would. But if anyone can come close, it's Rory McIlroy, and the way he's been outspoken about the Live Tour and just been in this kind of like, advisor role to the PGA tour and younger players and how you're supposed to handle yourself as a professional, all of that stuff. He's matured so much in the past 10 years since we first saw him at, you know, run away with it at congressional mm-hmm. U S open. And I mean, it's been an unbelievable thing to watch. And, and now he, he almost seems to welcome that kind of, I don't want to call him an elder statesman of the tour because he's still relatively young, but I mean, he, he's the guy, yeah. you know, I, I don't know how else to describe it. He's the guy, he's the face now of, of this tour. And, uh, the reason why, uh, you know, the PGA tour is, you know, you, you buy into what he's saying is going to continue on and not be, you know, diminished by right. rogue tours around
1: the world. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's well said, uh, and I can't believe I said that because one of the things I harp on all the time with this absolutely abhorrent uh, commentary by everybody at NBC uh, for this most important major championship. Every time I hear Steve Sands of all people say "well judged," I want to <laughs> I want to throw something through the TV. Um, and I just but what you said was well said. I'm comfortable saying that. Um, Is there any way that that you see this not the four shots ahead, Rory and Victor Hovland? There are some low scores out there, though, Um, and it's Sunday at an Open on a course where you get a bad bounce and you're you make triple in a bunker somewhere. Um, I'm praying that I talked a little earlier in the show about the golf gods, and if ever I wanted the golf guards to, gods to be there, it's today with Rory. Uh, is there any way that somebody comes out of nowhere and ruins this?
5: Possibly. You yeah. know, I, I, I did hear this morning uh, out of St. Andrews that people are going to old Tom Morris's grave and praying for Rory. So that yeah. is the report yeah. from on the ground there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um
3: Oh, boy. Yeah,
5: it, we saw Look at what happened to Cam Smith yesterday. Yeah. He's he, he's up against a bunker, had to stand in the bunker, almost swing, you know, like an Aaron Judge would hit a fastball. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> hit it about 20 feet into a bush and ended up making double on the hole. You know, quirky things like that can happen. So, right. yeah, it's certainly possible. The, the thing that Rory has going for him is he's the best driver of the golf ball among that, you know, top five, top right. ten group. Um, and it, you know, it, he's experienced with this type of golf more so than I think a lot of the other guys that are in the top 10. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I could see DJ making a move if, if he can start making putts. Scotty Scheffler has obviously been fantastic this year. So if you do see Hoblin or McElroy slip, um, Cam Smith has been around all year long at these majors. So there are guys that are, are waiting for something to happen. Yeah. But, Uh, If, if McElroy or Hovland, you know, they, they avoid that big crooked number. Right. I don't see how they can, they can be caught. Um, because they're going to make their fair share of birdies too.
1: Well, I keep seeing, you know, as we've all been doing, as I said, there's so much great reporting and, uh, a ton of stats and perhaps the best in the world at that is Justin Ray, um, yeah, of the athletic. And, uh, he has he put out things yesterday and last night about, you know, how many people, people nobody has ever come from, uh, or in the last 20 majors, uh, open championships, nobody's come from more than four behind going into the final, right? You know, things like that. But before I let you go, I haven't talked about this. Is the road hole the best hole in golf anywhere in the world?
5: It's <laughs> certainly up there. Oh, my
1: Although, Lord. <laughs>
5: I'd be terrified. I I would 100% take out a window on the oh, hotel there.
1: Are you kidding? Uh, I
5: mean, those <laughs> things have to be, you know, bulletproof glass at this point, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, when you think of iconic holes in the world, that's in the, the top two, well, probably. And
1: the thing is, you know? you know, nobody, this jumped out at me from last night with. From yesterday yesterday 7% of all the players hit the green in regulation yesterday 7% mm-hmm. and mostly because none of them were going for the green they were all trying to just leave it you know in the lower right hat right corner of the green off the green because of everything that you bring into play if you go for that pin or just try to hit it on the green Oh my yeah. lord! I can't. I just had a visual of like later today, of it still being tied and coming to the seventeenth. Oh my! I, all right, I'm I'm not watching today. Will you call me tonight <laughs> and tell me who won? Because sure. I can't. I mean, I'm a, I'm, <laughs> my heart's racing already.
5: You know, I I am hoping for a little bit of drama though. The last uh, three four opens at St Andrews, they've all been blowouts.
3: Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know
5: there there hasn't been much drama.
3: Yeah. So not me. Uh, I guess
5: I guess in, I guess in fifteen there was a playoff with Zach Johnson, but uh, not Louis me. And twenty ten won by a lot. Tiger right. won by a yeah, lot. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
1: Not by, me, you know. Trev. Not me. <laughs> I want I well, want Rory with the seven shot lead, standing <laughs> on the eighteenth tee and watching. Well, it could be like Bobby Jones being lifted up with thousands of people. I mean, that's there what I want to see. Yeah, yeah,
5: I also want to. I want to just make sure my record is clean. I think I've picked Rory McIlroy for every major this year coming on your show. Um, so I will continue that streak. I'm, okay, I'm good picking McElroy. Hopefully that doesn't put a jinx on. A no, no, no. For the previous three majors, no. but uh, my my Fanduel account uh, balance would greatly appreciate a okay. Rory. <laughs> okay,
1: <lead to> <laughs> even more reason for us to root for Rory. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're the best, man. Thanks so much, and uh, all right, have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, thanks, buddy. Bye. Trevor Reesk, all right, this was great. This is a great way for me to start. Now I'm going to race home uh, speed limit, and uh, get get. Uh, I'm going to stop on the way home and get some really big, bre- maybe like Waffle House. Is that where you're going, Sean? Sean's going to Waffle House. It is. I already have my order in to pick up. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. You can do that?
3: Yeah. You can call in an order. Or so,
1: order. At, some of them order online, but you can call in and Oh, order. okay. I'm going to do that, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. Bacon, is this bacon be? egg, and cheese sandwich and a double hash brown. <laughs> oh, can you? You didn't order meat Oh, it's We, we have different Waffle Houses. Yes, we do. All right. All uh, right. Before I get out of here and Brad Taylor steps in for the weekend line, uh, thank you. Commonwealth Credit Union, Edwin Watts, French Lick Resort, Georgetown Advantage Air, Lexington Parks and Rec, of course, where the city championships are going on. They have all these great uh, golf courses for the weekend have been used for just an 141 players playing in this this weekend. Maple Leaf gutter and siding, gearheads of Nicholasville, and Critter Control, truly, Nolan, thank you for being such great partners of mine on backspin golf. Uh, thanks for getting up early, Sean, coming in. I hope all of you have a great rest of your Sunday. And please, please, please let Rory McElroy hold the claret jug later on. This is ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Stay tuned. It's the Weekend Line with
0: Brad Taylor. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by French Lick Resort Casino.